This is the Public Speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. Do you ever have problems speaking up in the classroom or maybe your son or daughter is a little bit shy in front of the teacher? Today, I'd like to talk about some suggestions to help you or your children speak up just a little bit more in the classroom. But before I do that, I want to encourage you, strongly encourage you to sign up for the QDT newsletters or my personal newsletter or both, really. We're going to be having this really special event that's coming up very soon. It'll be coming up in October. And I really want to encourage you to get that information. The way you'll get that is through our newsletters. So if you want to get on the Quick and Dirty Tips newsletter, that's quickanddirtytips.com forward slash newsletters, quickanddirtytips.com forward slash newsletters, and you can pick your favorite hosts. Hint, hint, don't forget me. But you can also get information directly from me. It's lisabmarshall.com forward slash VIP. That's lisabmarshall.com VIP. So right now, just pause it. We'll wait. Go on over to the website. Sign up for the newsletters because I guarantee you're going to want to be on this list. There's going to be some really cool events coming up, particularly one in October that I'm so excited to talk about, but I can't quite yet. So go ahead and sign up, and I hope to see you soon. For many families, this week was back-to-school week, and many students are feeling a little bit apprehensive, like my daughter Daniela, about the idea of active participation in the classroom. In fact, Daniela describes herself as, quote, shy in the classroom. She prefers to keep her thoughts to herself and refrain from participating in class discussions. That is, unless she's specifically called upon. It's odd to me because she's definitely not that way at home. At school, I notice she warms up through the year, but when she's in a new environment, she definitely prefers to keep quiet. And this year, she and her twin sister are headed into middle school, so this is a really big transition for her. Now she'll have different kids in each of her classes, and she'll also have different teachers. And Daniela wanted some ideas to help her overcome shyness in the classroom. In fact, this episode was her idea. And also, interestingly, the recommendation of the current editor at QDT. However, before I talk about a few solutions, I think it's important to talk about why students choose not to participate in the classroom. It could simply be personality type. Some people really like to sit quietly, listen to what everyone else says, and synthesize. I know that's what I like to do. In fact, have you ever heard that saying, still water runs deep? These people are just deep thinkers. But on the surface, most people don't realize this. That's why St. Thomas Aquinas' classmates called him the dumb ox. Seriously, he was big and quiet, and they thought he was dumb. But he was listening and thinking, and that's okay, unless the teacher or your boss also thinks you're a dumb ox. And then it's not okay in the classroom or the boardroom. Daniela is definitely a thinker, and she's comfortable sharing her opinions at home, especially with her sister. I think many people are quiet due to self-doubt and negative self-talk. Things like, well, what if I say something wrong? Or what if I embarrass myself? Or if I do something wrong, I might get in trouble. I don't want to talk in the classroom because people who talk out of turn get in trouble. People might judge me. Or if I don't say anything, then they'll just think, oh, she's shy, and they won't realize I don't know the answer. 
And I think for all of us, from time to time, we experience self-doubt. I know I do. And we just choose to keep our mouths shut. However, in certain situations and for academic and for professional success, it is an important part of leadership to allow your voice to be heard. In school, many times you're graded for participation and not speaking up means a reduction in your grade. However, even if you aren't graded for participation, your participation is the way your fellow students and the teacher begin to develop a stronger, deeper relationship with you. And that's important too. And by the way, not speaking up in the classroom can lead to the habit of not speaking up at work, which can be very detrimental to your career. In fact, I was recently hired by an organization to work with someone that was very bright, who has great ideas, he's a leader within his organization, but he typically didn't actively share his ideas during meetings. And he told me privately that speaking during meetings was uncomfortable and that he preferred to let the others speak up at the meetings, and if he disagreed, he'd just send an email. I was hired by his boss to help him overcome this particular challenge, among other things, but this one was the most important one. And from the perspective of the senior management, active participation and discussion are key leadership skills that he needed to develop. From the perspective of senior management, active participation and discussion are key leadership skills that he needed to develop to take the next step in his career. And of course, we know that not speaking up leads to fewer social interactions, yet we also know positive social interactions are necessary for effective and successful internal and external networking. And of course, they're also necessary for happiness in general. So if this is you or someone that you know, what is it that you can do? I think the first step is to recognize that you're not going to have a 180-degree turnaround in personality. Your goal should be simply to try to increase your interactions so that you can begin to gain more confidence in this endeavor. And as you practice, your confidence and your skill will grow. So the first thing you can do is, particularly in the classroom, is tell your teachers privately or have your parents tell your teachers if you're in middle school or elementary school But tell your teachers privately that you are working on developing classroom interaction skills. This might help the teacher to call on you when you do have the courage to finally raise your hand. And the teacher will likely also go easy on you, praising you for your participation, regardless of whether you were, quote, right or not. And a good teacher will make sure that the shy student understands that his opinions are highly valued. Another idea is to tell a close friend in the class that you're working on this particular skill. She can help encourage you by either privately supporting you or perhaps even publicly encouraging you to weigh in with your opinion on something, especially if she already knows you know about the topic. Next, set weekly and daily goals, but go very, very slow. Think of it like exercise, something you may not like doing, but you know is good for you and gets easier with time. Start by simply telling yourself that you will interact with one new person in the room. You can give yourself a week to accomplish that goal. Even something as simple as saying hello is enough of a first step. Oh, and make sure you set up rewards for yourself. Research supports that you are more likely to accomplish a goal if you set up rewards. And then slowly increase to a goal of greeting people that sit near you every time you sit down. 
Once you get really advanced, here's a special goal for single college students. Look for the cutest person in class or the most interesting person in class and make it a goal to sit near him or her and strike up a conversation. Most importantly, you want to make sure you set progressive goals for how many times you'll interact with the teacher. Be sure to set a goal for just raising your hand and talking with him or her privately. Again, it helps if you tell the teacher because they're more likely to be encouraging and help you along with this. I think one big key to overcoming shyness in the classroom is just to remember why you need to speak up and then decide to do it. And after that, talk to your teacher or friend about what you're trying to do. Create little goals and little rewards, and in no time, you'll be confidently speaking, improving your grades, your credibility, and your relationships. And let me know if it works out for you. This is Lisa B. Marshall, helping you to lead and influence. If you'd like to learn more about compelling communication, I invite you to read my best-selling books, Smart Talk and Ace Your Interview, and listen to my other podcast, Smart Talk. As always, your success is my business. Hey, and don't forget to sign up for the newsletter at quickanddirtytips.com forward slash newsletters or for my VIP list, that's lisabmarshall.com forward slash VIP. Like I said, there's going to be some cross-host events coming. I'm going to be doing something that's going to be really special. I know you're going to want to participate and you'll get that information from the newsletters. So that's quickanddirtytips.com forward slash newsletters and lisabmarshall.com forward slash VIP. Thanks for listening. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com.